this time on Matters. Podcasting tips. No, really. Podcasting tips. And the Night of the Triffids. <laughs> All this and more on this exciting episode of Matters. His name is Matt. His name is Matt. And that's all that matters. Yeah. Welcome to Matters for Two Guys. Name Matt. Talk about what matters to you. My name's Matt Noss. Across from me at the table is my good friend Matt Rose. What up? How you doing, Matty? Um, I'm enjoying these new mics. We we are going all out, baby. Um, Gabber Media, the parent company that hosts Matters, has borrowed the good Eric Hankey's equipment. <laughs> Since inception and beyond, and Eric is about to launch a podcast of his own, and uh, he's asking for his materials back, and that is fair. Oh, that is more than fair. <laughs> um, more than fair. Eric Hankey's name will always be on matters. We have never taken him off. He is always welcome here, but he's a busy man. Yeah, he's a busy man. He's got a life to live. He gave us two years of his life. We can't ask for more. <laughs> he tried to stick around for, for He-Man, and God bless him for it. because bless him for it. I, th- th- I will never forget the episode... <laughs> where we had Chad on. Oh my god! And he he was like, "This is what you guys are doing. This is what you guys are doing now." And he took his mic, headphones. He off. took his headphones off, and he just started walking. Out. He's like, "I'm not in for this. This is not what I want to do." Um, it's interesting because hearing that Eric has a new podcast coming out, Gabber Media is about to add um, Chris and Matt write a blockbuster to the channel. So it was kind of like, hey, um, hey, Matt, let's talk about some tips. We've been doing this for over three years now, which is yeah, which is mind boggling, mind boggling, insane. Um, so it was kind of like, hey, if anybody were to start a show, what five tips or what? I said five, but we'll find out if it's more. Yeah. Uh, what five piece of advice would we um, suggest? Yeah. So. What do we have as number uh, five? Um, well, I uh, <laughs> I think that I, I just wrote it down um, when we were discussing it before, but these are in no particular right. order of importance, but I, I think that this one is extremely important. Never be afraid to ask for help. Reach out. Yeah. Because if... If this was me alone doing the podcast, I would be, I would be IMing Matt. I would be calling him. I would be texting him. I would be doing every form of communication to be like, "Hey, Matt, um, this isn't right." Right. <laughs> uh, so it, it, you know, there are a lot of things, and you know, we realize that our podcast is not the most highly produced oh no and you know but we we are a chit chat show yeah you know you set up the mics you let it roll and that's a you pretty much get what you get there's but at the same time i have heard podcasts far worse well in term (laughs) in terms of quality of recording i would say that our our audio is pretty much straight down the middle if I think are, that our audio is good. Yeah. I I don't want to I don't want to sound like I'm dogging our podcast. No, I'm not. No. But I mean, you know, 
I listen to Radio Lab. I listen to Hidden oh Brain. God. Yeah. I listen to um, This American Life, and those. Uh, I would like you to find me better produced podcasts right, you're because I will fucking to, listen to them. You're but. listening to the best of the best. Yeah. But at the same time, I think we all have to start somewhere. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes audio, for an audio medium, boy oh boy, have we gotten a bunch of people that don't know anything about audio, me, myself included, <laughs> into this format. And you kind of learn through trial and error. And a lot of it has, a lot of everything that I've learned has come from asking somebody or going to YouTube and mm-hmm. figuring it out. Like with Roach Coach, we record with um, Lauren in Indiana. Yeah, so you so, use Skype, right? So we use Skype, and we wanted it to sound like he was in the room, not like he was over Skype. Over Skype, yeah. So we had to figure out how to do that. And then even though we had over-the-ear headphones, we were still getting bleed-through from the headphones, which kind of gave it like a weird echoey thing. Wow, really? Yeah, it was like, it was still there. So I learned how to use a gate filter, like, which just kind of eliminates low-frequency noise from from the audio. Okay. But it was one of those things where you had to reach out yeah, I mean, sometimes that reaching out is YouTube. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Realizing the resources that you have on the internet. But then I've had people, I just helped a woman the other day, and she has a couple podcasts, and she's doing them for work, mm. and she was having trouble with like her workflow. Again, she, she reached out on the Detroit Podcasters, Metro Detroit Podcasters Board, and I was like, sure, I'll oh, is help that, you. Is that a Slack channel? or is that, that is a Facebook page. Facebook page, okay. Facebook so page. I think that that's probably, th- this probably goes along with that. Join one of those things. Absolutely. Like, we ask for people to join, or people ask to join all the time. And this is kind of a sub point to that. If you join a page like that, before you start promoting your show, see if they have a thread for promotion. Yeah. To go there because nothing, I will never listen to your podcast if you come into the, you're coming into the coffee break room and saying, listen to my show. Yeah. Like, yeah. And so that's, um, so on a, um, on a somewhat related note, uh, some friends of ours have a fantastic podcast. My neighbors are dead. I'm oh, wearing they're the best. Their, yeah. I'm wearing their t shirt right now. And you and I are both, on their Facebook page. Yep. And um, Nate, the producer, he uh, pretty frequently says, hey, it's Friday. Let's plug what we're doing. Right. And so last Friday, I saw that and it was like, hey, we just had a great episode of Matters come out and we had uh, this prior Monday, a great episode of Transmissions come out. So I plugged both of them and everyone was in there plugging things and you know actually well, looking yeah. at what other people were doing and that it, you know that you have an audience that is like-minded like-minded but also i think a little more willing to listen to what you have to say when it is in a thread dedicated to that Absolutely. and it's not just hey i'm posting on your page you know, no one solicited my feedback, but I'm going to give it to you anyway. And and we have a couple people that just post their new episodes on the board. And I'm like, I, at one point, I just was like, do you need help? 
Mm-hmm. Do you need anything? Because it's not that I don't that I mind you posting about your show here, but we all have shows. Yeah. Like isn't yeah, I mean you don't ask a stand-up to watch stand-up yeah. or an improviser to watch improv unless it's part of a community thing or hey, can you watch my set tonight and just yeah. tell me if these jokes are good? Right, 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 right. And and I just reached out. He never responded to it, which is fine. I mean, it is, it is fine. But at the same time, when you reach out, go to a place or find somebody who you respect who does it and just ask. I mean, more often than not, we're all... And if, it, if you're like, oh, well, who should I ask? You can always ask us. Mm-hmm. You know, you can always reach out to me on Twitter or whatever. Happy to respond and give you a, give you a DM so we can talk easier. Right. And while, and I mean, I'm, I guess I'm going to have to use like a high school or college analogy for this, but while we might not be seniors, we're not freshmen. Exactly. And when you were just starting out, you know, yeah, you, you might've watched and, you know, a, a couple things on YouTube or read a couple blogs about, Hey, this is, this is how you start a podcast. But it's always good to ask people in a much more freeform way than just, you know, I I read a blog post from 2014. Right. Because the other thing with podcasting is that you can get lost in any aspect of it. Yeah. You can you could spend five months being like, what's the best mic? Yeah. And let me just tell you, everybody. I've just bought two $40 microphones because it's your voice. And unless you're going into a studio setting, you're probably going into your basement. And <laughs> or it, like your bedroom or, or something. Or your bedroom. Like you know, if you're recording like a radio lab type show, mm-hmm. you should record with any mic in your closet because there's, there's muffling of sound in there. Mm-hmm. Like it's going to be fine. In this room, we've got hard concrete walls. You can kind of hear our echo off of it just a little bit if you're like a real a real audio file a real audio and file especially but, when i cough you can hear it echo all over the room but most people if you have interesting content or things they want to listen to they forgive it they don't care yeah. they, exactly yeah because sometimes on you know on some of the shows that i listen to they do have to have a Skype conversation or they have to have a conversation over the phone or something like that when someone can't use Skype. It's not the best quality. And sometimes there might be a delay, but you know what? If the content is there or if you are interested in what they are saying or the people who are saying it, then it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Some of the best podcasts in the world are recorded on a $60 microphone. Mm -hmm. So... Don't think you need to get the best gear in the world. Yeah, I, in my opinion, get experience before you start dropping lots of money oh my on God. equipment. Yeah, because if you went out and you bought two hundred dollar microphones and a thousand dollar mixing board, and you know you got professional software, and then you realized after five episodes you didn't want to do this, you just wasted a lot of money. Yeah, get you know, I mean, if you have to go to a fucking garage sale. And and pick stuff up or go to yeah Craigslist yeah you know hit up, hit up anything like you can get this stuff 
for a reasonable price. I mean, right. this mixing board that we're sitting in front of is is ninety nine dollars. Yeah, and the, the mic stands were fourteen dollars. Well, right, and and the mic stands that we were using before were mic stands that were made by Eric Hankey that were fantastic. <laughs> exactly, and I'm going, and they were handmade. Yeah, handmade. Like for when cheap. it's it's funny when we would have people on the show, and they would comment on the mic. They'd be stand. like, "What is this?" And we would, when we would tell them that they were custom made, you know, at first they would like raise an eyebrow, and then we would be like, "Eric made them, and they're like they're sweet." You know, when you hear custom made, you think like, "Right, holy shit!" And then when you realize they were a DIY a DIY project, to me that makes it cooler yeah. because it's like, "Well, shit!" I thought that these were, you know, I, I thought that these were, you know. I'm trying to think of the the right word because I definitely don't want to make it sound like I'm dismissing a DIY project because, I mean, I love these mics. And when I was told that they were made by Eric, I freaked out. Yeah. <laughs> but I see exactly how we made them. And I'm like, I think I could do that. I don't think that would be too hard. Well, and, and so here's the thing that goes right back to what we were talking about. If you ran into a problem, you would ask Eric. I would and absolutely Eric, and ask Eric. And Eric would help you out. And so, you know, I I think that my my analogy of high school of, you know, <clears throat> we might be sophomores instead of freshmen, um, but we can still help the freshmen exactly, you know, in their freshman year. We've learned we've learned a lot. Yeah, we've we've learned quite a bit. You've definitely learned a lot more than me. I'm I, I am the kid who's scooting by <laughs> on, a, on a D my or you know, a D plus, but um, I I think that that is a really important one is just asking for help because for one, you can learn your, on your own from trial and error, uh, but you can also avoid some of that pain and, you know, some of the pain of losing episodes oh my God. because something was off. Yep. Um, or you can just say, you know what? I will I will leave my pride at the door and I will ask for help and the people that I have met while podcasting none of them have given me the impression that they would not immediately right. say oh well I'm going to help this person yeah everybody I've ever worked with in terms of podcasting has always been more like what do you need what do you stuck with yep. what do you what always do you very helpful all right Maddie. What is number four? Number four, don't worry about who's listening. Oh, because I I will be honest. When we used to look at the numbers for matters, geez, I think this was a year and a half ago or so, and we saw the numbers that were saying like these are all the uh, the people listening, and then we realized, well, all right, how many of those are RSS feeds? Okay, how many of those are bots? Uh, and then we saw. The real numbers. The, the real numbers. And it went from me thinking we had a lot more listeners to, oh, well, this is a much more realistic number. Um, it At first, it, was, it stung a little bit. And then it was like, good, good, all right. This brings me back to reality a little right, bit yeah. more. And, you know, it, it's okay that we went from one number to the other 
because I really had no idea who those people were. Right. <laughs> um, but aside from that, I don't make this podcast for anybody other than you and me and maybe Chris Heiner. <laughs> yeah, definitely Chris Heiner. Chris Heiner's on there. Uh, but, I, you know, I this to me is a podcast that catalogs our friendship. Absolutely. And if other people want to come along for the ride, you are more than welcome. And if you want to interact with us, if you want to be on the podcast, let us know. And, you know, we will work with you to see if we can make that happen. Yeah. But this, I'm not doing this to, you know, I'm not doing it for any other reason than we get to hang out every Tuesday. Right. And I enjoy doing it. And I love the fact that we have three years of our lives documented where... If I want to know what was going on in September of 2016, we can go well, back then to the I tape. can I can go and I can listen and I can figure out where we were. And that's awesome to me. And for you to be able to listen to you talking about the birth of your daughter, right? You know, uh, a couple weeks afterward or hearing about how excited you were for your daughter to be born, that's something that your daughter will be able to listen to if she chooses to listen to it and if not it's something that you can listen to it is so not worrying about whether or not people are listening to the show can free who up for kind of the subset of this which is you need to decide who this show is for Mm -hmm. and matt and i have talked the last few episodes at length about like who is matters for Mm-hmm. And I think matters is always more for Matt and me mm-hmm. than it is for a wide audience. But at the same time, we've also discovered like we would like to take more people on this ride. Absolutely. So I think we've. What I'm trying to say with that is like if it's just for you, then expect no one to listen ever and be okay with that. Yeah. Because you're you've won. Congratulations. You've done it. Yep. Like and in a way, Matt and I have totally won with matters because mm-hmm. we did we've set out and hit that goal of mm-hmm. we made a show for us. Yeah. And that's the reason why I bring up Chris Heiner um is because he has been a fan of the podcast. And loyal to the podcast. <laughs> and loyal and to the podcast the through punches. the dark times. Through the dark times. Uh he has been a fan of the podcast basically since the beginning. Yeah. And it just, it always blows my mind that people want to listen to us talk that that don't personally know you or me from like high school or college. Right. Um, though there's a lot more people know you than know me. Like, cause you, you know, you've, you've performed and stuff and I haven't, but it just, it has always been so interesting to me that we have fans and i remember i would see chris at matt noss variety show all the time yeah and he would always have a comment about that week's episode or or a comment from a couple weeks ago 
And that was always just really interesting to me that other people were coming along for that ride. And so, you know, I, I don't think that would ever change what we talk about. Right. Um, but I, I think that this kind of goes into the next topic. And that is have an idea of where you want to start with your podcast. Ooh, yep. Because everybody knows where they want to end. Dollar signs. We right? want to Scrooge McDuckett. Yeah. We want yeah. to swim in a tub of, tub of coins. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Scrooge McDuckett. I want to Scrooge McDuckett, bro. Uh, yeah. Um, when we started, you asked me if I wanted to do a podcast. And right. I, the first thing I said was, who wants to listen to me talk? <laughs> <laughs> um. And, you know, I, I still a lot of times feel that way where it's like, who the hell wants to listen to me talk? Um, but, you know, then we have people who listen to this podcast and who listen to Transmissions from the Dark Side. Yeah. Where that always, you know, when I say it blows my mind, it's not in a bad way, right? It just I'm always surprised when people want to hear what I have to say. Mm. And with... Knowing where to start, you know, if it was a podcast that was just me interviewing people, I think I would have started from a much different place than the two of us interviewing people. I see that. Yeah. Well, because your interest would be different. My my approach would be different as well, because with you here, you are going to have a different perspective than I do. And I think that we have a pretty loose format. Yeah. Because when you ask a question, it's going to make me think of a question. And then the two of us just keep going. And sometimes you have more questions than I do, and sometimes I have more questions than you do. But that's just the nature of a conversation. Right. And if I were interviewing somebody by myself, I would have questions written out in advance because I'm like, I'm very much a preparer when -hmm. it comes to stuff like that. Um, and uh, th- the few times that I've ever done the intro for matters or transmissions, it has crashed and burned because I did not have it prepared in advance. And I was trying to remember how it went. And uh, at the live show for transmission, <laughs> and I know you know it. Oh, yeah. I know you know it. But it was just in the moment you were like, uh, uh, it's a dark side and it was like we're not there yet we're not there yet man (laughs) um it's brightly lit (laughs) we haven't even started it's It's not brightly lit yet it's a it's a (laughs) it's just as real (laughs) um it's really hurt it's really hurt that i fucked that up on the last one too well so i and the thing is you started one just before i was about to do it and it was like oh no matt's got it <laughs> and it might have even been the part i normally do which is the worst <laughs> no uh, that part i don't think was actually the part that you normally do so it, it makes sense why you would have i usually say unseen by bit. most yeah um <laughs> but there is and unseen, unseen by, by most, most. actually one. i actually i think i'm the one who does unseen by most oh i do but there is 
Well, it's it's. No, well now we gotta figure this out. We're we're totally inside Guys, baseball. Ben right lives now. in the sunlit world of, of what, what he believes, believes to be reality, but there is unseen by most an underworld. underworld. Oh, a place that's just as real, but not as brightly lit. It's, it's a dark side. side. There it's we a go. real dark side. <laughs> Couldn't do that on fucking Thursday. <laughs> God damn it. It's okay, man. Uh, it's okay. What's next number? Uh, the next number is due, uh, and it is throw away your first couple episodes. I did not know this one until I watched uh, a special from my brother, my brother and me, and they oh, were... That- <laughs> The one, I, the only one I know about that is uh, the one with the spider, the tarantula, tarantula. Yeah, where where the one brother just gets up and leaves the ranchos. <laughs> uh, but they were talking because their their podcast is how they got that show, and they were podcasting like 2010. You know, mm. they were they were pretty early in it. Yeah, I think that's and, before you even started podcasting. Yeah, that's way before I started podcasting. So there weren't a ton of shows, and they've been consistent. And that's the thing is like. Consistency is king, and what they said is, and I agree with this wholeheartedly, is they said 100% throw away your first episode. Just drag it right over to the recycle bin <laughs> and don't even don't even worry about it. And the reason why they say that is because it's not the show yet. Your first episode is your first attempt at doing what you think the show should be. Mm-hmm. Give yourself that one to burn, and then do it again. Okay, and, and right. then and then figure it out because you don't know who's the person who like everybody has a role on the show. Yeah, you know, like you and me share a role of host on this show. Yeah, but, but some, Eric, like Eric, um, Eric Hinky, for the first couple episodes, didn't really ever say anything on the podcast same with roach coach i didn't say really anything the first couple of episodes yeah and then you know i have always found it kind of weird to have somebody in the room while we're talking and have them not be part of the conversation yeah it is weird and i remember i remember very distinctly us recording that first conversation um because eric was wearing a captain america t-shirt <laughs> and we were recording uh, at your place that was off of campbell yep um in ferndale and afterward we asked eric what he thought and eric said i'd listen to it which was all the fuel we needed yeah that was all i needed <laughs> um but the the one thing about our first episode is that you and I actually did a dry run before we ever exactly. recorded. It. That was our burn. That yeah, was, that, that was, was our burn. that was our throwaway. Um, and I know that when you listen to it, it's it's like pure gold. It's like lightning in a bottle, right? <laughs> right. I mean, we knew right then. <laughs> yeah, we just knew right top then. Top of the podcast like, yeah, charts. Yeah. <laughs> but um, the <laughs> yeah. Uh, but we we actually did. We, I mean, we didn't record it, but we ran through the whole thing yep. because that was basically my audition. Was you said, "Well, let's just have a conversation and see where it goes." What would you want to talk about? And I was like, "Well, shit, we always used to talk about who would win in a fight—a crock, like a crock or a, or a grizz." And that was that was it. That was we it. And we talked. Races. We talked for probably a good forty-five minutes, and then that's you said, "All right, we'll do that." That's the show. And that, yeah, three years later. 
it's not the show anymore. No, not anymore. But but that I think this also goes back to kind of what you were saying though is that and this goes back to our our point before that. Where do you want to start? And then you have that dry run because you do that first episode, you listen to it, and unless the podcast is all about listening to something improve over time, right? You know, you, you everybody gets a mulligan. You know, everybody every TV show has a pilot, right? And well, actually, and I, shouldn't, was, I shouldn't say every TV show because I don't I don't know how, if they do. But that, that was so much that was their point too. Is that most television shows are in production and pre-production. For years, yeah, or for months, or for weeks at least, yeah. You know, and that there, there's a lot of work that goes on just before it goes up. You know, but it, it's a balance, right? It's a balance between starting, which is already like huge, mm-hmm. that you actually got one in the can, is sometimes that feeling of like, we did it, yeah. we <laughs> got it, high fives, which is amazing. Yeah, just do it again. Mm-hmm. Because if you want to do this, you're going to be doing it a lot. Yeah. And a lot and a lot. Over and over. And over and over. Repetition. And 100 episodes. 200, 200 episodes. episodes. Three. <laughs> exactly. Like, that's what you're signing up for. Yep. Until you go, I'm bored and I don't want to do it anymore, or it's time to hang it up. Yeah. All right. Uh, what is the next? The next. Have a mic for your guests. Yeah. <laughs> So I don't mean to bag on any show that has put a blue Yeti in the middle of the table and hit record. I don't mean to bag on any show that has a personal recorder or a phone that they put in the middle of the table and hit record. Right, or they, they use their laptop speaker or, or something or like whatever. that. whatever. I get it. I get it, especially when you're brand new. There's so much fucking gear to get. But if your goal is... To do a show that people want to listen to, you need to have a mic for every guest. Yeah. Well, yeah, especially if you're, yeah, I mean, if you're, if you're having two guests, or I'm sorry, if you're having one guest, it's you and your guest, um, you might be able to get away with the setup that you said. Right. Probably might, not, though. Might be. Yeah. I mean, that's, a, that's, a, that's an emphasis on might. Because then... And here's the other thing is that the nice thing about podcasts is they eliminate the time restraint that you have in normal media, mm-hmm. right? Like you you can go two hours with somebody like or more like a Joe Rogan does. Mm-hmm. You don't have to, but you, know, <laughs> you probably shouldn't. But I mean, <laughs> but like you can have a long form conversation. So just imagine you have one mic and now you're shifting that mic back and forth for an hour and a half. Yeah. And again, these mics cost $40. Yeah. Now, I'm going to admit, I'm spoiled. $40 mm-hmm. to me is not a tremendous amount of money. Right. So if you're in that headspace that it's like, Matt, $40 out of my budget would crush me. Yeah. Do what you got to do. Yeah, make it, can, make it work. Make it work. Hey, man, then, then live your dream and make it happen. And put the recorder in the middle of the room. Just know where you where you want to go. That you should have a yeah. mic for everybody. And that, honestly, it's probably easier to get a mixing board. 
and then run to your computer or to get a, a couple USB mics that run to your computer. Yeah, I mean, if, if you have to make an upgrade every six months where you go from recording from your phone to using a mic and then you get a soundboard six months later and then you get right. a mic stand six months later, you know, if that is what you have to do, then do it. But here's, Work here's, towards that goal. Then here's what I beg of you. Make your stuff so great that people will listen through whatever quality it's in. Yeah. Make it the best in every other aspect then. Mm-hmm. Because it, it, it needs to be. Because you don't get much time. You don't get much time with people. I've turned off shows after 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. I've turned off shows after two minutes when I, you know, everything's going great. And now here's the guest and it's, yeah, it's really good to be here. Yeah, it's good. Oh, yeah, you know, like, and here's the thing. Our show filled with it. Yeah. Filled with coughs, filled with. Like, yeah. It's, and it, I mean, I'm, I would like to apologize to everybody for all my coughs, but I can't help it. Asthma. It is. It's not ideal. You need to keep having conversations with your guests and with your, each other. Matt and I keep mm-hmm. each other in check. Mm-hmm. If Matt sees me, t- like, because you'll start doing nervous ticks, and like, that's annoying when you're yeah. on headphones. Yeah, and you're listening to it later. Um, you know, nail tapping, uh, constantly adjusting the mic, touching your face. Mm-hmm. You know, like these are things that if you have guests on your show, have a quick conversation beforehand. We yeah, have conversations is, with our guests all the time because yep. we talk about these mics being pretty entry level. Yeah, that um, that is something that I would typically do before Matt came down and then Matt would give the refresher course. Um, these mics uh, seem to be a little different. A little, a little bit. I've, it's better... It's better talking to it from the sides. Yeah, I think we'll probably still have to have the same conversation. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, I mean... Again, if... If you can't afford $40... I get it. Then, cool. I have been there in my life. Yeah. Then, you know, then look for the Craigslist stuff. Look for the yard sales, garage sales, estate sales, whatever. Or Yeah, like these know, mics, I swear, Amazon, they were 40 bucks and they came with a 15-foot XLR cable. Nice. So it was like, you know, again, I know I have a $100 board and I'm acting like $100 isn't a lot of money, mm-hmm. which is fucking how spoiled I am. So yeah, $100 is a lot of money. And it takes time. Like it takes time to get that. See if you can borrow it. There are a lot of people, and this is no joke, there are people who have, I have an extra here at my mm-hmm. house, an extra board. It only has two mic inputs, but if it's just you and a guest and you need it, reach out to me. I'll be glad to borrow it to you until you can get your own. Yeah, Like, that's going back to number five there. Just yep. talk to people. You know, the gear is out there. Mm-hmm. The help and the expertise is out there it is not it is not unattainable yeah you know and 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 you'd be surprised at how easy it is to set everything up after you've done it 300 times <laughs> <laughs> like literally i threw this up in five minutes the the rig, it was less it was less than five minutes yeah the rig that we're running on today mm-hmm. and but that again it just comes from 
doing it and doing it and yep. doing it and doing it. Mm-hmm. So those are our five tips. Yeah. I, I really I really enjoyed talking uh, through that with you, Matt. Yeah, I, I did too. And um, I think that just to expand on five a little bit, that doesn't necessarily limit you to just technical help. If you think that you want someone to be a guest, ask. It's just like dating. Ask. The worst thing they can say is no. More often than not, like the people that I ask want to do it and just can't at the time that we record. Mm-hmm. Like that, I get that more than I get anything else is that we record on Tuesdays and Tuesdays don't work for them. Yep. And that's it. Like, yeah. That's really it. Yeah. Not a problem, you know, and, and try to be flexible with your guests. Right. Because we have had guests that are on the West Coast. Yep. We have had guests who, you know, couldn't do it on a Tuesday, and so we shifted to a Wednesday. Because we wanted the guest. Yeah. Just, if you want that guest, be flexible. Be flexible. They are... They are helping you as well. Yeah. You know, especially when you're starting out, especially when you're new and you don't have the audience yet, mm-hmm. you know, people will drop everything that they can to be on Joe Rogan's show because he gets yeah. hundreds of thousands of downloads. Yeah. You know, that he they know, oh, if I go on this show, I am going to be talking specifically to these people. Yep. You know, same, I, I mean, I hate using Joe Rogan as the example, but I mean, he has a pretty big he platform. He has a huge platform, yeah. And the same with Mark Maron. Mark Maron, yep. people, like, people will drop everything to do his show. Exactly, yeah. You know, he doesn't get Paul McCartney and Obama because two people listen to him. Right, you know? right, like, right, right, right. And he's proven himself to be a very adept interviewer. Yep. And somebody who can get things out of people that they wouldn't normally share. Anyway, let's not talk about Mark Marin too much. But I, th- <laughs> I think that all feeds back to, in the beginning, you're going to just be asking for a lot of favors. And going back to who is the, you know, knowing where to start. If it's an interview show and it's 100% focused on the interview, you do need to do the prep work. You need to do what Matt said. Mm-hmm. You know, write out your questions. You might find out that, you don't like the questions or the questions lead you to other places. Mm-hmm. And then you can have that conversation. But if your goal is to do a short podcast that is specifically these same five questions to anybody that you can get to answer them, mm-hmm. you know that's where you're starting. Yeah. So perfect. Who cares? We're good to go. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Maddie. Anything else to close us up? Not that I can think of. Not Try right to now. enjoy the daylight. <laughs> Try to enjoy the daylight. Uh, we'll be back with more matters after this.
back to Matters. You've reached the part of the show where we talk about what we're into this week. Um, Maddie, you said you had something kind of locked and loaded. Yeah. Uh, so, geez, I think it was Friday afternoon. Um, I Or no, it was Saturday. I, Jesus, I watched the show in a couple of days. Uh, I was flipping through, you know, all the different platforms that I have to watch something. And I was on Amazon Prime and it was like, you know, I wanted to watch Jack Ryan. Okay. And I ended up watching the entire first season in a couple of really? days. Really? Yep. I, you know, I saw it and it stars... John Krasinski, yeah. From The Office and mm-hmm. also from A Quiet Place. Yep. So I feel like he's really branching out. Yeah. Uh, he... I, I think that he does a really good job. He's... I, in my opinion, he's a very likable lead. And he does a really good job in the series the um i think that it does a pretty good balance of like them trying to figure things out and then just action things going wrong people getting jacked and whatever (laughs) but uh that first episode if you watch the first episode and you're not on board um i don't you know i don't know if the show is is gonna hook you okay um but like after that first Jeez, it was either the first or the second episode. I was like, well, here it goes my weekend. <laughs> uh, and then I finished that yesterday. and Or no, I'm sorry. I finished it, I think, two days ago. And uh, then I started in on Iron Fist. <laughs> Iron Fist. I started in on Iron Fist Season 2. How is that going? It's going all right. Uh, I am, jeez, maybe four episodes in. Uh, not sure that I buy all of the characters' motivations, but I'm willing to give them a couple more episodes to see where it goes. Give it a little bit of time. Mm-hmm. How about you, Manny? You know, this week uh, has been pretty interesting. I went up to Bel Air over the weekend. Oh, yeah? Uh, for a wedding. Oh, nice. Yeah, uh, one of my old friends and Catherine's first uh, improv team mate. Oh, no way. Uh, Tim McKendrick got married, and it was in Bel Air. It was at the YMCA camp out there. Um, I won't dare try to pronounce the name of it, uh, but it was a YMCA camp in Bel Air, and I went to Shorts while we were there. Oh, no way. And uh, we had the Bel Air Brown while we were there, and that's... Nice. Is freaking delicious. Oh, the Bel Air Brown's delicious. Yeah, yeah, and it was it was very very good up there. Have a bottle here, and it's still very good. Yet at the same time, it's not as good as it is from the tap. Oh no, at the brewery I never. Mean, is. Like, it it <laughs> never can is. never be. Yeah, like I remember the first time that I ever had um, Lindemann's uh, Frambois on oh. tap, and it was like what nosebleed pass out yeah, yeah it's it's so good yeah i was um god i think it was called bell nuit in uh in new york or bon nuit i think it was bon nuit uh my sister and i went there when she lived in new york because she knew that i liked beer and she liked belgian beer so she was like this place all they have is belgian beer on tap let's go so she and i went and you know, it's a good thing that you can walk almost everywhere in New York. Oh, yeah. Because, like, beer. I was fucking stumbling around afterward. When I was in China, did I tell you that I found a Belgian bar? No. So I found a guy from Chicago moved to Shanghai, and he opened a Belgian bar. And it had, like, amazing frites. 
Like mm, their frites were frites. next level with mayo. Yeah, of course. So good. Just perfect little logs of potato. Just amazing. And they had Belgian beers I'd never even had before. Oh, nice. Just drunk as a skunk. Yep, yep, yep. Just ripped. Yeah, so if you are not a beer drinker and you are not familiar with Belgians, um, Belgians... They don't mess around, man. I'm I'm trying to think of a good analogy. They are the rowdy, roddy piper of beers. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they, they were like, hey... Could we make a beer stronger than wine? And they're yeah, like, I think we can. They're like, hold my beer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's there's a reason why Belgian strong ale is a category. Yeah, because it's like thirteen percent. Thirteen percent. Yeah. So yeah, I had Le Chouf there. Oh man! And it was Oof. on draft, and it was Le Fendemont. Uh, I didn't have Le Fendemont. I had Le Chouf. Uh, I had a Belgian that I'd never even seen before, which had like a crest on it. And it was like game over. Yeah. After like three, it was like. (sighs) Yeah. I remember the first time I ever had Le Chouf and I, I drank one because they had it on tap. And I I drank one and I was like, oh man, what is this? It's so good. Yeah. And then I had another and it was like, man, this is so good. And I had a third. And then I was like, I got to get up and go to the bathroom. And it was just all of the sudden, yeah, all of the sudden, you know, I'm on the fucking Tilt-A-Whirl. Whoa, what just happened? And then it's like, Matt, you basically just had like three giant glasses of wine. You are going to be here a while. Yeah, like, uh, I'm going to Uber it. Um, But um, (laughs) uh, Rosemary is babbling. Oh, nice. So we get a little... but, but, which is so cute and wonderful. So update on Rosemary. And the trip to and back wasn't too bad. She slept uh, mostly the trip there because cool. we've been trying to put her to bed around to 730. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much when we left on on, uh, <laughs> on Friday. So it wasn't too bad for her to sleep. But uh, she's kind of still been out of it in terms of like her sleep schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, she went to bed early tonight, but then she woke up again, and I think she's back to sleep now, which is good. Sounds like it. Sounds like it. Um, I have to say Attack on Titan Season 3 is getting real good. Oh, man. So that is still worth checking out. Yeah. Still watching Ninja Warriors. The season finale has already aired. Oh, wow. So I don't exactly know how that has ended. Gotcha. And, uh, boy, World of Dance as well. Talked about that before, but all my shows are ending. So all my shows, my stories. <laughs> I'm trying to think of I've been I've been watching a fair amount of movies lately. Um <laughs> I watched a movie yesterday that I have been geez, I watched this movie when I was a kid. About you know, because they would play it on like channel twenty and whatever. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you remember this movie or not. The Day of the Triffids. Oh yeah, yeah. It's on Amazon Prime, and I saw the black it. and white one, um, or the it's color one, color ish. Um, oh yeah, it's like that Panaflex, like that washed out color from the early. That's the 60s. one where he's like in a flatbed truck filled with them at the end of the movie. Which one's that? No, uh, that's Pod People. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's uh, that's. Um, invasion of the body snatchers at the end where he, they've got all the trucks with the pods 
Okay. Um, yeah, that's also a, a great movie. Whereas Day of the Triffids, um, I was texting with uh, with the wonderful Jen Hansen while I was watching it. Um, poor concussed Jen Hansen. <laughs> poor, poor, um, poor, uh... <laughs> poor little Miss Bump. Um, and so I'm watching the episode. I'm sorry, I'm watching this movie. I just went right back to transmissions mode. Um, so I'm watching the movie, and the premise is a couple years ago, a meteor had crashed on Earth, and a plant grew from that meteor, and it's called yes. a triffid. And um, only a couple, they have them in like arboretums and, and you know, nurseries or whatever. And there is like the Perseids or the Aeonids or whatever, some meteor shower where, you know, it's so bright and spectacular that everyone watches it or almost everyone watches it. And then the next day, everybody goes blind. And so there is the main character whose name didn't bother knowing. (laughs) Jack, hard hit. I think that it was, uh, I think it was like Jim. Jim. Um, Jim had had surgery on his eyes. And so the next morning he was going to have the bandages taken off. (laughs) And he wakes up um, and he hears Big Ben chime nine. Well, he was supposed to have his bandages off at eight. So he's like, all right, already something's wrong. So he gets up and he's calling for the nurse. Nurse doesn't come. Uh, this was actually fairly reminiscent of the intro, or like the, the first couple of minutes of 28 Days Later. Yes, I was thinking the um, same thing. After like the whole monkey thing. <laughs> and so he's like walking around, doesn't hear anybody. He eventually takes the bandages off and just the hospital is dead. Um, no one there. Hospital beds turned over, whatever. He eventually finds, I think, a doctor, and the doctor jumps out the window on accident. <laughs> this movie just assumes that if people couldn't see, the planet would come to a screeching halt <laughs> and everybody would die. It is, it is nuts to see how little faith they have in blind people. <laughs> like, look, I get it. It would be more difficult for a lot of things to happen. Um, You know, I mean, I'm certainly not going to be cooking over gas, you know, for the first couple days until I learned how things were situated. But people forget how to walk in this movie that is not an understatement. People forget how to walk uh, or move in a three-dimensional environment. Uh, so this little girl, look, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna get all, like super deep into this movie, but the plants um, basically evolve where they start eating people. Of course they do, and they have a stinger that will kill someone. Um, and then they eat the person after they sting them. It was based on a book. I didn't read the book. Apparently the book is fairly different from the movie. I don't think. Yeah. Um, but apparently how you kill a Triffid is salt water. There you go. Well, I'm glad they landed on a planet that's 
you know, yeah, 66% salt water or whatever it is. Um, but yeah, the movie, the movie is ridiculous, but I had a lot of fun watching it. It, you know, I remembered certain portions of it. Um, there are parts of it that really made me think, I think that this director or that director saw this earlier in their career because there are parts that really reminded me of Night of the Living Dead um, where they are trapped in a lighthouse and they have everything boarded up and they all start breaking through the doors and windows and whatever and start coming up and they have to keep you know, going further and further away from them. Um, and then there's like a herd of triffids that encroach when they're in Spain that encroaches on like an electric fence. Um, and you just see like the, the scope of how many of them there are and the hopelessness. It's like, I think that more than a few zombie movies are probably, you know, do a little respect to this movie. Um, but yeah, it's goofy as hell. And I've, I've, I'm trying to think of some of the other horror movies that I've watched recently. I watched I Am the Pretty Thing That Lives in the House. Um, that, I think, was more suited to short film than it was to long format. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I, That's all right. I, would, I would have to look at, you know, the things that I watched on, on Shudder. Um, it's getting that time. It's almost... Yeah, Shutter Shutter announced. I think it was today that they're going to every week they're going to be um, releasing a new original horror movie did until you Halloween. See, did you see that? Um, I think it's in Chicago. They're showing the thing in seventy millimeter. <sighs> Dufort just posted it. I did not. We'll have to, oh we'll my have to God. take a look at that. All right. You can get in contact with our show at MattersPod on Twitter and Facebook. I am Matt Noss on Twitter. I am at Karate Dracula. And we will catch you on the next episode of Matters. <laughs> the Strain. The Strain. Oh, we're, the strain. we're also MattersPod.com. Yeah, there we go. Bye. Bye. It was a good try. It was, it was a, a solid try. try.